All right, so we're going <clears> to <throat> go ahead and get this thing started. Uh, notifications are, you know, it's, it's YouTube. I don't know what, what else to tell you. So uh, shout out to everybody that's already here. I, I got conspiracy theorists in the hood. And uh, out of respect and for the pursuit of anonymity, we're going to have the camera turned off. Because uh, like I said, I don't want any blowback uh, coming back to him or his, or his people uh, just out of respect and courtesy. So my brother, how are you tonight? Hey, what's going on, man? What's good? What's up, chat? It's a little different this time, but I'm still here. <laughs> um, I'm curious. Uh, first question I want to ask, how did you stumble upon my, my channel of all people? Man, you know, to tell you the truth, I, I really I really don't remember uh, how exactly I came across the channel, but, I mean, you've been there for a while. It was, it, it was quite a while before you were doing the whole... Uh, I remember when you had you had spoke about getting the contract and you were gonna start doing some type of things or somebody had yeah. signed you or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, I had yeah. already been watching for a while, man, but you had never dove into these type of topics before, so it's a little different now. Okay, okay, that's what's up. So you, sir, are active duty currently? Yeah, well, I mean, you can call it active, but I don't know. I told you before I, I, I was called what you call stop loss. So you know, after I served my time. They have up until some years. For me, it was four years or five years. They could have called me back at any given time. It's like an involuntary extension. Oh. Okay. So they did it okay. to me. And uh, so basically, yeah, I would be considered active now, but it's not with me. Okay, okay. So may I ask, are you is you, are you from a military background? Is that family? Is it family lineage? Nah, no, nah, man. Nah, I've I've, uh, I've never had a. I don't. I maybe have one other family member that's from the that's in the military. And, other than that, man, I've never, uh, it was just try, trying to get out the neighborhood type of thing, you know, trying to, trying to make it out. Wow. Okay. Okay. And l- let me, let me ask because your special, specialized sk- skill set, um, I, I, from what I've gathered, a lot of guys that go into it, that like combat arms, they, they never foresaw themselves going as far as they did. Did you see yourself going as far as you, uh, as you currently are or have been? Like, was that a goal for you going into it? Like, I'm going I'm to try to be the best of the best. Yeah, yeah. When, when it all started out, I, man, I was trying to be a super soldier, man. You know, I was I was sucking up, doing the whole extra working out and all that thing. And, you know, I was pretty good at it. I excelled at it. But then when I met my wife and I had my kids, that's when everything changed. I'm like, you know, I, I can't be doing this, going back and forth no more. I'm trying to raise my kids now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely man, I, I, I ran up fast. You know, I, I, I went in uh, 2005, 2005, I enlisted, and first deployment was, like, the very next year, 06, and I signed up for that when I volunteered because I was like, you know, I want to go fight. Let's go, let's go check it out. So they sent me out, and then after that, I did two more. Those weren't my choice, man. And this one either ain't my choice, so now I'm mm-hmm. tired of them. Okay, okay. So, well, let me ask you this. Um, would you ever see yourself going into contract work? Or when you're out, yeah, you're out, you're done? Yeah, no. I, when I, man, I was done. I, I got a jewelry shop. I do jewelry. You know what I mean? So Okay. Okay. I, I'm trying to just hang out and kick back, basically retire somewhat. But I just want to be my kids, man. You know, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to raise my kids. I got three boys, so. Okay. Will you push them into the military, or that's is that an option for oh, them? Oh no, 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 uh, negative. Yeah, not not at all, man. I cannot do that at all. Really? That's okay. Okay, not 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 one, not one of them. Just say just to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no, not even the not oh man. Okay, it, it's no wanna... good. Like I mean, I, I'm not trying to make anybody else or whoever's listening. You know, I don't want to push anyone away from that type of stuff. That's what mm-hmm. you want to do, but. At the end of the day, man, you know, like they they really don't they really don't care about it. They really don't they really don't care. So, would you recommend that course of action for, let's say, young youth, males at risk youth that don't have a, a family structure or background? Yeah, so, some, something like that, man. Definitely, if, if you're young, you out there, you know, you're in the hood trying to get out and doing drugs, maybe getting in trouble, going to jail type thing. And yeah, I'd recommend if you have no kids and you want to go, I would, because they pay for your school later on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, if it's a time of war or something like that's going on, it's like now they just they throw you over there and, and expect you just to come back and 
nothing else, man. No type of help, no type of. It's kind of, it's kind of worth. They kind of worth, man. They really are. Gotcha. Okay. Would you say that the, the, being married and having children kind of sped up your decision to kind of, kind of walk away from things, or were you already getting to that point anyway? Yeah. No. After, uh, I mean, man, I did. I mean, I did like six years the first time, and, and, and after that, I'm like, you know, I'm done. I want to have kids. I want to start a family. You know, I met my wife. We got married in 2013. I had my first son in 2016. So, yeah, I, I was I was done, man. It was all about family and kicking back, and I got into the jewelry thing. So everything kind of took off, you know. So I kind of wanted to just kick back with my kids, man. Raise my kids. Okay, so the jewelry business is a is a pretty big departure from military service. How did you, so you, you, you're going to go the bin baller route? Is that basically, are you going to be like Mr. Flawless? I can expect that from you now, like all the big. Nah, no, 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 I don't how, do it like that, how man. How did you get into that? How'd that come to be? Man, I, uh, 2011, I want to say 2011, 2010, uh, uh, I want to say 2011, the gold took off, man. Like gold shot up to like its record high, 2000 and now. Like, so right. Everyone started jumping into it. So, I mean, I kind of, I kind of uh, just dabbled into it a little bit. I had worked at the pawn shop when I was younger, very briefly, and I had always been kind of somewhat fascinated with the whole gold thing. But um, when the market jumped up, man, and everyone started going crazy, the area where I'm at, out here, out there in Houston, I have a little shop out there, you know, everyone was just, I guess, stealing everyone's gold or breaking into people's houses, and it, it, it got crazy, man. So it was either you jump in and take advantage or... A lot, a lot of people did. I mean, there's a lot of people in my field still who, who, who still who are still running a successful store because of 2011. Mm-hmm. So, h- how corrupt exactly is the is the jewelry business? I, I know people that's, that's that have messed with it, and I hear horror stories. Do you come across the same horror stories as as I mean, is it as bad as they say? Especially for you being a dealer as well. Man, it's a uh, it's crazy out here, man. The, the things that these people are making now. How you can make something pass as, as synthetic gold that's not even anything close to it, like it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You're gonna get. You're gonna get. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna end up buying something from someone that's fake, and it is crazy, man. The country out of this world. How they make it. So it's basically industry driven to kind of shortchange the customers for the most part. Yeah, pretty much, man. I mean, we all we all in it to make money, so I mean, we all kind of. I guess you could say somewhat short change all the customers because mm-hmm. I mean, you're trying to buy it at the lowest possible price. But and there's, there's like, you know, the people who weld, like welding, there's a type of a, a particular welding wire that you can buy at the store. You can go to the hardware store and buy it. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you can come home and figure out how to make it look into a piece of jewelry, a break, mm-hmm. something like that, man, that'll pass the same pair of gold like in any store. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to pick your brain about some things. Um, okay, obviously you are well versed in firearms, tactics, strategy, combat, close quarters, all that good stuff. Okay. You had some viewpoints on, on the recent um situation in Columbus and Columbus, Ohio. Um why is there this sentiment that or well, okay, well, let me ask you this. why does not law enforcement have the same amount or equal training when it comes to firearms, firearm restraint, firearm de-escalation as the military? Man, you know, I, I really don't know. Uh, I'm really not sure why they don't know uh, as far as like why they don't have the same type of training, but we do a lot of the similar things because in, in basic training and when I was in boot camp, the police academy people would be like in the same area as it's working now doing their little things too. So they do some of the stuff we do. But as far as uh, why they don't, man, you know, I, I really don't know. But I do know that that that, that little situation on the video you showed, it could yeah, have yeah. been handled a lot differently, man. There, there was no way that he had to shoot that girl. He, he didn't okay. do wrong, but he shouldn't have did that. Okay, well, tell me why. Well, I mean, from the moment he got there, the body cam footage seems very close. I mean, he wasn't no more than maybe 10, 15 feet away from the girl. So, you know, he had time to get to her if he needed to, but 
he should have been able to, like, had I, had I gave a, a, a right hook to that girl's head, yeah, she would have been mad because I probably would have knocked her out. But she wouldn't have been dead right now, you know. He should have been able to handle the situation. He should have been able to take down the girl with the knife, keep her away from the other one. I mean, they were females. They were women. It wasn't like there was, like, five, six people like that. Okay. Obviously, your situational process, speed, reaction time is much faster than mine. I'm watching the footage in real time. I yeah. personally could, I, I, I would say the average person would have been focused on the guy kicking the girl in the head as opposed to what's going on in front. Okay. So that's one situation. And I'm not making excuses for the cop, but he had two different situations going on. He had two threats he had to kind of process to see which one. I didn't really see the girl, the girl with the knife until you really, until you like pause. So you feel confident after watching the footage, you would have been able to make a, a different, you would have approached this situation much different. You felt you had enough time to get to her because it looked like to me she was out of taser range, first thing. Now, I could be wrong. And I, I, I think given the speed of, of, of how everything went down, I just don't see how anybody could have processed that any faster and, made, and come to a different conclusion. But correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, because you, like I said, you... You you in it so? So look, like the whole yeah, the taser thing that that have been a bad idea for him before he, he could have shot the other person taser. But let's just say you know, the first thing I see in the video, I see the knife right away. So when you see that the other person has a weapon, he should have started running. He should have took off right away. And in, in the event that you don't have enough time, or you feel as if the other person is going to stab her, or she would have got to her and maybe ended her life that way, mm-hmm. he could have just he could have just shot in the air. It would have got everyone's attention. See, I keep hearing that. Okay, here's what I have a problem with. I grew up in the era when you see the cops, you run. That's the first thing. You got weapons in. (laughs) Okay, so I grew up when you see the cops, you drop everything, you just run. You run for your dear life. The fact that he pulled up and he said, hey, stop, stop, stop. They didn't, they failed to comply. It, It seemed like he was put into a position that he had no other choice but to put the girl down, regardless of, regardless of whatever pending situation that cr- created this, this chaos, I, I felt that he had no other choice. Once again, I could be wrong. I'm not a, I'm not, I don't have the, nowhere near the experience. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not there with you as far as what you've seen and, and dealt with. I don't think a taser would have been effective. Now, I'm speaking from as a person, as, as a personal victim of, of a knife, of a knife fight, barehanded. I would rather face a person with a gun than a person with a knife. Because of the close quarter severity that a knife can inflict on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, those yeah. wounds, they're not easily fixable. Uh, you know, the, as opposed to a gunshot wound, you, you know, your, your chances are better yeah, you can surviving get an a gunshot. Infection, you can lose a limb. Right, yeah, so right. That happen with a knife. Right, and, and then plus the way she was in mid-swing, now nah, I could be wrong, did you get a sense that she done this before? Because you, I'm sure you've had experience with with knives and 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 bladed weapons. And there's certain well, people see, that the, had the girl ex- who did the the girl who did the stabbing. They were at her house, right? The girls went over there to her house, to right? Her. But the way she was so cocking the knife you. back, I've seen that happen. Like someone st- gets stabbed like that in prison. That, but I've seen, but they've done that before, right? That's like if you give somebody a firearm and the way they handled it, you can tell they handled it before. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it didn't seem like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, now that I think about it, I really don't I really don't remember in the video exactly if it looked like she had been, like, experienced with using the knife. But, yeah, look, I, I, I understand she, she could have been... She could have been a wild woman. She could have been out there acting a fool, tearing things up in the neighborhood in the community. All I'm saying is that our police officers, like, People who are supposed to protect and serve those communities, like man, they just they they hire anybody, they let anyone on. Like you don't got to be Captain America, you ain't got to do all that. But like all of these situations that have been happening, the, that one, the the Floyd thing, all the other ones, like I look at them and I'm like, damn, you know, like I would have stopped that situation, and I'd have had that, I would have had it, everything taken care of. It wouldn't have got to that point ever. Like it's just careless, it's, it's messy. So would you agree that law enforcement should draw more from 
from former military or or you don't agree to, to that? Yeah, no, the, the, the whole vetting process, man, the whole vetting process is just from, 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 the, from the top to the bottom, from ground up. They need to be able to just go out there and recruit and search for people who, I mean, I guess you can see, I don't know if you can cuss with us, badasses. These okay. guys go out there and find some really badass dudes, man, who, who are capable of, of being able to, like, handle the situation. They just, every time you get someone, you get scared, you get shook, you shoot them. Boom. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask you your views, your political world views. I want to know your belief system, uh, what what helped shape your views on, on certain things in, in this world. Um, what are you telling your sons how to approach and navigate in, in this world? Man, that's that's the uh, that's another reason why I'm I'm not down with this whole being here, just being the whole country thing and all that. Like, it sounds good, man, but at the end of the day, all that matters is my wife and kids, man. And I, I really just I kind of want to say that I tell them to to stay away from it all completely. Like, you know, like I, I don't I don't really don't mess. With either side, you know, I really don't mess with, with none of them, man. So I kind of teach them, uh, I guess you can call them little conspiracy theorists too, man, because I mean, they don't celebrate, we don't celebrate Christmas, I tell them the truth about Santa, there's no Easter, okay. I let them know the whole truth, you know, so it, it's kind of, we're kind of in the same boat, me and my boys, man. Okay. Um, I, I want to get your take on, the, I think it was last week's video of the second lieutenant and his uh, encounter with law enforcement. Um, Okay, because Nick was like, the dude was a dummy. He was a dumbass for, for, for whatever. What were what was your viewpoint on on, on the video itself? Yeah, I don't I don't think I, I don't think I remember which one you're talking about. Uh the one he um he in the truck got they maced him and he was like ah I can't, I can't get whatever they're barking orders at him and he's like I, I don't understand what you're saying and he was <clears throat> come to find out he was uh, a reservist. Second Lieutenant Reservist. I think this just this occurred uh, last last week, week and a half ago. I might have missed that one, man. But okay, okay. I didn't hear about it, but from what it sounds like, well, did they shoot him? Uh, no, they 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 uh they made him pretty good. But um, well, let me ask you this. Say if you're currently you're active, okay? You're on you you know you're can be deployed any moment. How have you have you ever been encountered with law enforcement during an active deployment? And if so, um, how did it go? And how do you think active, you know, military men should uh, encounter deal with deal with law enforcement? Man, it's, it's kind of a uh, it's sad to say, man. But it's kind of like a somewhat like a little rivalry going on there, like you know, tension all the time. And, and how well, I, I've uh, heard that. To to your best knowledge, where does that stem from? <laughs> I mean, I'll be real, man. We kind of, we kind of like ego on on our side over here. We kind of brag a lot and you know, pick a lot of jokes and we mess with them a lot because the training that they do sometimes when, they, when we're seeing them train, the stuff we do is like three, four times harder. So we make fun of them a lot, or we just we talk a lot of shit, man. Basically, that's all I can see because other than that, I really have we, we're supposed to be on, supposed to be on the same team here, but it don't it really don't seem like that, man. So, have you ever been on the bad side of a, of a of a police encounter as when you're active? Or, oh yeah, or no? yeah, yeah, man. This, I mean, just not too long ago. I mean, well, I mean, I want to say about five, six months ago, I had a little encounter with me and the wife were out there, you know, arguing in the front yard type of thing, and the neighbors called the cops on us. And I guess one of the neighbors said that I was beating my wife's ass outside. But, wow. I mean, I've, I've never hit her. I've never, never, never right. put my hands on her. So they, they come in, and, and I was already, you know, I was amped up, so I started running my mouth and caused a big old scene out there, man, because I'm telling them the same type of stuff like I'm saying now. Like, if you can't handle the words that come out of my mouth and, and you get heated to where you want to draw your weapon or you want to lock me up and take me to jail because of what I'm saying, then you shouldn't be a cop. You can't handle it. Okay. Let me ask you this. In your worst combat stress situation scenario, is there any scenario where law enforcement could could identify with that? You know, uh, you, you take give me uh, give me your worst day 
in, in the field versus a cop's worst day in the field? Are they comparable, or you, you would say yours is m- much worse than, than the law enforcement? Man, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if it, if it would be. I really wouldn't be able to put it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure the worst of what they would go through. I mean, I'm sure it, it's it's bad either way, regardless. But I, I really wouldn't know how to answer that, man. Because I mean, there could be times they go in there and see the cops probably see cartels chopped up bodies type of stuff, man. Like, I, I, mean, I don't know. But I, I get it, man. I think I think it's about the same. It has to be the same. Because the fear of getting shot or having to draw a weapon, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a tough dude and all, but, I mean, I'm so scared. I, I shake. I'm nervous sometimes, you know, going into this. So I want to say it's probably about the same, man. Okay. Okay. So um, that's interesting because that's interesting. Let me ask you this: Are are you familiar with Dave Grossman's Bulletproof Warrior seminars by chance? No, I'm I'm not, man. I know I know I know know who that is, but I've never watched. Okay. okay, is there an adrenaline rush surviving a combat situation when you take down a few people? Do you, yeah, I'm, a, I'm 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 getting adrenaline rush right now just thinking about it, <laughs> talking about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't lie, man. <laughs> so, to to your to your knowledge, that's almost a natural, almost m- male humanly thing to to a certain extent when at, to, to survive combat. <laughs> yeah, man, the chair, man, I can't even see the chat right now. I think my my wife's probably in there too. Right now. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So people should not be offended, and I'm asking this. So people should not be offended. Should not be offended when they hear military and law enforcement guys say, "Yes, uh, I, I, I took down a bad guy. I, I was in a shootout, and I made and I went home and made love to my wife." People should not be offended by that. Man, if anyone's offended by that, then man, I, I don't. That, that, no, there's, there's no. There's, I mean, I don't see how anyone would say that. Okay. So if I have to go out and, and, and possibly take someone out while defending our country and then I come home and, and live a normal, I mean, I have to live a normal life. I can't bring it home with me. Uh-huh. I mean, I, if someone takes offense to that, man, then that's kind of, that's kind of I, don't, I don't know the word for that, but okay. it's not fair. Okay. It's not fair. No, I, hey, man, hey, I'm, I'm being, ed- you're educating me because uh, I, I know people are getting upset about what Dave Grossman said about, you know, a law enforcement they come home, shoot out, took down the bad guy, they go home and make love to their wife because it's an adrenaline rush. I've heard, you know, Nick has told me. I mean, I've I've heard it. So, to me, it's not far fetched to hear it. Like, I, yeah, I guess if I survived a, you know, a deadly encounter, I guess I would be like on on a on a high to a certain extent. So, yeah, that, I'm I'm being educated. So, I, I thank you for that. Um, you never considered a career in law enforcement after after your stint. Is that something you would you would not entertain at all? Nah, man. They, my, my my neighborhood wouldn't let me back in, man. I, I wouldn't be able to go back in. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I couldn't do that, man. Is it you? You wouldn't want to? Because I'm I'm more than sure you could do the job. Is that just something you just not? You don't even you want you don't want to be bothered with at all. No, nah, I, I wouldn't do it, man. Simply because look, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I'd probably be just really quick at that. Okay. Okay. I would, I would more. I mean, with my family, the people I grew up with, the type of things that, like, I would end up probably just no telling, man. I mean, I really, I, mean, I would think, I would probably take advantage of it in a way of like, you know, always trying to free stuff, maybe. Or... <laughs> I, 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 I don't think At I want to dabble honest, in that, man. I respect the honesty. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Um, okay, okay. This is this is interesting. Interesting. Um, let me ask you this: combat tactics. Now, to me, and I'm I, I'm just a minor minor student. I'm gonna ask Nick this question as well too. Um, I've I I studied military history to a certain extent, battle tactics and maneuvers. Uh, to me, uh, three wars that stand out to me, and I'm gonna ask you this. So, to me, uh, the the American Revolution. Sticks, sticks out to me and Vietnam 
sticks out to me. And Afghanistan sticks out to me. The first two because of the, of the guerrilla tactics of how they fought the, those wars. Afghanistan, right. for, in, in a weird way for me, is like I, it's like you saw a change in how the military goes about handling business. Am I wrong about that? Or what, what say you? Man, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say, yeah, I mean, they did go about it differently. But, man, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 32, so I'm not sure if, uh, okay. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that old, 32, so I, but I do feel like that everything changed, man, because it's like, man, everything became more psychological when it came to Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm -hmm. Because the stuff that was happening out there, man, was just, you know, in Vietnam, they were out there really machete type things out there, you know, acting a fool. Yeah. You know, but here it was just, it's a lot of mind games, man. A lot of mind games. It all changed, man. And, and there's still some of my people that, I, that I'm close to, man, that are so messed up in the head that I'm like, damn, man, like, these people mess these people up and just chew them up and spit them out. You don't hang it. So is, the, is that an aspect of combat you wish to do away with? The, the the mind games yeah 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 i mean if you invade someone's country and you know all of the regular people you know the normal civilians the people who, who aren't against you or, or, or fine with you you know they're gonna feel some type of way there's always gonna be attention of course but when you gotta walk around man and you know you got little five six year olds spitting on you in your face type thing like you know you can't do nothing about it and it's just like th those mind games man that, that you got to deal with is it, it, it's crazy all because we're over there trying to do something that we really should be supposed to be doing. Man. Okay. Two questions. First question is, how would you run a combat scenario if you had to invade a country? Is What would you do different? That's the first thing. If we had to invade, I mean, my, my, my personal opinion, my perspective, I feel let the innocent people, there's got to be some type of head. There's got to be something to let them get out and, and let them know, hey, y'all got to go. Stuff's about to happen here. And there's no invading, man. There's no means. When, I'm not going to sacrifice my fellow people to go in there and, hey, if you want to take them out, just drop it on them and let's get it over with. So you want to be hands off, hands free as much as possible? Yeah, there, there, there's, there's, there's too much. There's too many bombs and there's too much technology that we have man that that we can do it from wherever we want it's like playing call of duty you can drop the bomb and you don't even have to go over there you don't have to fight you don't have to mess these young dudes heads up because most of these mm -hmm. dudes here can't take it mm -hmm. like they really can't okay second question um how you see it right now how, what do you see the future of, of of u.s uh combat uh military strategies moving forward are you are you happy with what um, you're we, seeing or no? You you don't like the way the, the, the direction it's going. Man, we I, I feel like we we're we're screwed. I feel like we're screwed royally all the way around, man. Can can you explain or give us kind of why you feel that way? You know, without. Yeah, man. It's, it's a. I I don't I don't want to offend nobody. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to piss no one off. You know, I kick it in the chat all the time. You know? so, yeah, they'll get on your ass and they'll see it. But <laughs> they, they, they let in pretty much anyone in, man. Anyone. All right. And then, and, and, and now they letting people in who, who, how do you say that? Like what you call them, you know, Cybertron. Oh. So, oh. The, the, the shit is, the shit is wild, man. Like, it don't even make sense now. I'm like, I'm supposed to go into battle with this right here that, that, like, it, it makes no sense, man. It's crazy. Okay. I didn't know it's that many of them in there already. Or am I wrong? But that's how, that, that's how, like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get someone to explain to me how in the, how, how is it that somebody is already in established with the rank that takes years to make that rank already in it, it doesn't mean then they've been here you've been letting them in because there's no i mean yeah there's a way there's a way you, you you can go to college you know you can never be 
uh, they like being military and doing things. And you go to and they'll, they'll bring you into the military and you outrank people who have been there for years just because of the college degree. So that, that that's the way I see it, but it, I don't see it happening all that much. But the fact that I found out the other day that <laughs> somebody's already been in here for many years, man. And, and I thought that was a, I thought she was just a regular, normal. I mean, it's crazy, man. Now that you do stress part. So back then, you know, I did basically 2005. So it's not that long ago, but you know, it's, it's some time ago and it was still a little different. It was still kind of, it was tough, man. It was hard. And now, you know, they, I mean, back then they took away your phone. You didn't get to call the family all the time. Yeah. They, they, they broke you down for real. So now, you know, they, they give them their cell phones. They give them a little card. It's called a stress card. If, if they feel like they're getting screamed at too much or if they feel like the drill sergeant's making them stressed out, they can pull the card out and they get to go take a timeout, a little break, and chill out. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Wow. So you mean to tell me basically the uh, the upper ranks think this is, is, is this is a proper way to build a strong military force? Like that's, you know, I'm trying to apply logic to it and I can't. So I, I know it, it, if I can't apply logic to it, then I know you can't apply logic to it. And you know, you gotta, wow. Look, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't, man, I don't know. Man, some, it's, it's so much corrupt shit happening going on. But I don't know who's making those ultimate shots, who's making those calls. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that, that, I mean, that's why, that's why I'm trying to keep, like, before, I probably would have wanted my kids to follow the footsteps type thing, but <laughs> now that's why, I'm, that's why I am the way I am, because, you know, I used to be somewhat of a conservative on, on the conservative side, you know, and, and I always took help for that in my neighborhood already, because, you know, living in the neighborhood, and you got these people just, people will talk shit to you, and, and they won't talk to you if you're conservative in my neighborhood, but now it's to the point where I'm like, man, you know what? I, I'm not trying to deal with any of them. I ain't trying to have none of it. I'm trying to keep my kids as far away from that as possible. So, so basically, would you would you identify as a, as, a, as an independent? Yeah, I, I, mean, just, I really don't. Like, I mean, I don't vote or, at all. Okay, so basically, you've become indifferent to the whole process at this point. Yeah, man. Like pretty much like rebellion, hate type things almost. As, as, as messed up as it sounds, man, that's kind of how I. I feel at this point. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's deep. I wasn't prepared for that answer, but that's deep. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um. Jeez. Man, don't, don't get me wrong. I I I, I used to like. Man, I remember as as a, as a little kid, man. When, whenever whenever the whole attack happened in New York, you know what I mean. Uh huh. When that happened, I remember I remember sitting there on the floor, man. Like I was watching the news. And I'm crying as a little kid because I'm like, man, these people are jumping out. They jumped out the window. Like. I remember like seeing a couple like, of people like, holding hands. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, man, that, 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 that shit it touched me. And, and at that time, I couldn't have been no more. Than, maybe I was maybe like in seventh or eighth grade when that happened. Uh-huh. So I used to say to myself, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to join the military. I want to protect my country. We're going to go get these people who did this and that. And this. You know, I was ready, man. But you either, the people who join, and they make it this far. If they don't see the bullshit that's going on, they either stupid. Or are they just mentally PC? They're not able to. Well, let me let me ask you this: as far as the um, how do I want to say this? Like the the therapy after one is is no longer enlisted, has it gotten better? Since because I remember my uncle, he was in, he served in Nam, and I remember all the the shit that he and my dad they would fight all the time because he had this type of stress that he hear backfire, pull his alive? pistol. Your uncle. I mean, how is he doing now as far as like, um, financially? All no, that? he, he, uh, man, listen, my uncle, I, I love my uncle Dave. He's like, you know, he fixed cars like a motherfucker, right? He was that guy that could fix cars, but alcoholism plagued yep. him. Um, he, he had a bunch of, bunch of kids that didn't really get to know him like that. Um, he would pull his pistol when he hears back, when he heard backfire or fireworks, you know, I remember him and my dad got into a shootout because he wouldn't leave my house. But mind you, you know, I remember 
him coming home from Nam. I remember all the looks and stares that he would get when he wear his jacket and his patches and, and his his bars and shit. People would like, you know, just basically spit on him. You know, be yeah. like, I, I've never seen disrespect like that ever. And as you get older and you go into the history of Vietnam and what the soldiers went through when they came home, especially the black soldiers, I was like, God damn. So um, it didn't end well for my uncle. So my question to you is the process of therapy for soldiers now, has it progressed much since then or or, or to to what you've seen so far? I mean, yeah. Okay, so technically, yes, it, it has progressed because, I mean, it is somewhat better than the conditions how it was before, but I, I don't feel like it's progressed in a better way though because all they do is just uh they, they're gonna give you all kinds of pills. Just pills, pills, go to sleep. This one's for the daytime for for you to eat. It, it's just crazy, man. And these pills are just it, it, it's no it's no good. It makes you feel nice. I, I don't think like they don't try to help. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is there is there um what would you recommend? as far as therapy methods for former soldiers or is there any or is it pretty much you can only do so much for for guys that have seen so much combat and done so many things you can only help them so much yeah man look as like for me I don't want to downplay it or make it seem like it was nothing or anything like that because you know there were times where you know I, I got I was spooked and I, I was scared for my life but I don't feel like it was anything that I, mean, I, had, I had a pretty hard life as a kid, man. Like I, I lived rough, you know, my family was poor. We did all that, you know, living in the, in the hood type thing. So it wasn't really that bad when I was out there, man. It wasn't, it wasn't something that I felt like I couldn't go home and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So mentally, I don't, I don't know if someone can handle those type of things mentally. There's, there's probably never going to be any type of, help or something that you could really truly do to I mean I, I did come home and like I, I, I you know I would smoke you know I would smoke I would get high mm-hmm. maybe go to sleep and like I ended up continuing to do it but you know slowly but surely I just forget about it forgot about it there's really nothing I feel like there's nothing that I couldn't handle okay okay so your best guesstimate that pretty much every soldier has his way of decompressing to a certain extent where they be uh, you know, the right way or the wrong way, whatever that is. Does that sound about right? Yeah, man, there's a, you see, but the, the, the problem that, that I see is there's so many people who can decompress, who can handle it, <laughs> and they continue to let these same type of people go over and over and over. When you go to the recruiting office and the recruiter's trying to get you in, you know, obviously, there's incentives. You're going to get a phone. You're going to get some type of mission. You're going to get money for it. So they mm-hmm. want you to go. But the, the links that they go to to make sure that you pass and get in, they, they will stop. And before you go into the doctor and, and take the test, and before you do it, they're going to stop you and tell you, hey, whatever questions they ask you, you make sure you answer no to them. Even if it's true, answer no. You just got to do whatever it takes to get in and pass this part to get in. And this is the vetting process. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, I mean, you basically just let, let everyone in my work. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, shit. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean it's, shit. Not, it's, it's really not as, all as cracked up as it is, it, as they make it sound like, man. It's, re- it's really good. Yeah, the school, okay. they give you money for school after the fact I can pass it to my son or something later on. That's about the only benefit I see for one. Well, okay. Well, let me ask you this: Is there is there any way that the military can properly prepare, or even I, I know it sounds like a dumb question, it probably is from your from everything you you've gone through from boot camp to where you are now. Was there anything more the military could have done to prepare you for what you were going to go through? Man, I mean, I, I really don't. I really don't know. I would say. No, because we're never going to be able to predict or really know what type of, I mean, we, we might not know what type of war is going to happen in, in the future. It could, be, mm-hmm. it could be a different type of war. It could be nuclear. It could be bio. I mean, no telling. But so, I mean, it's really key for parents. But the health process and, and the getting people better process and the pay 
to, mm-hmm. to pay people more money and make, make it worth it. You know, like I mean, you pay me so much money, I'll go out there, I'll go to Iraq where you want me to go every time. Uh-huh. Okay. But yeah, as as far as that, yeah, I don't think so, man. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um is 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 your life how you deem it um you know uh, the stress and whatever traumas you carry do do you think or has it or will it bleed over into let's say the marriage per se or do you find yourself having to stop yourself because okay wait a minute i'm not in that environment anymore for now let me decompress because it's starting to affect uh how i deal with my loved ones if, if I'm asking, if I, if I'm getting too personal, let me know. I'm sorry. No, 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 man. It, it, it's all good. It's uh, like in the chat somewhere. I don't see it. But uh, no, nah, man. I I don't uh. As far as my my family and my, my marriage and all that, it don't affect it in any way, which way like at all. Like I I can take care of it. I can handle it. But what is affecting me is that. The things that I'm starting to see and the stuff that I'm figuring out, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, that's affected me more than, than anything else, man. I mean, I, like that, like the name says, the serious and serious, like in the hood, because like it's literally what I deal with on the daily, like, from my family, from, they, they thought I was smoking crack at one point. You know, they trying to have an intervention type shit because they think I'm crazy in the head. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, you know, like it's, at this point, like, that's affecting me. You know, my wife, you got to my back door, man. She's down for me. That's that's, that's my ride or die. That's what's up. But the, the, the family, man, everyone else from, from everything. I'm the crazy dude, man. I'm, I'm the crazy person. So do you think that military should have families, I mean, should have programs for the families, uh, for the wives and for the children to help them understand the issues that you guys uh, will face or, or will have? Or are dealing with during deploy- deployment, de-deployment, de-enlistment, uh, all that good stuff. Man, they they they, they have all that. They, they got a bunch of stuff like that already. But it's pretty much like, how do I say it, man? It's like okay, you got okay when you got your regular insurance, your regular health insurance, right? You you, <laughs> you go to good doctors and all that. And when you want food stamps, you get Medicaid. You go to the other. It's, just, it's the same type of thing. The military and the VA and their and their health care and their benefits. It's just like, oh, they're going to wipe you right there. That's her. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, when I was young, you know, I, I was on food stamps growing up my whole life and getting medicated. You know, when you got to go to the doctor and you got like, to pick out the more cheaper glasses because you don't have the money to get the, the good ones. So mm-hmm. That's what their health care and that's how they're going to exactly what it is. But they have the programs to help the families and talk to them. You know, there's, there's little programs to, to sign up for from from the moms to the kids to the grandparents they all kinds of programs to sign up for. They really ain't worth nothing. Okay, I'm curious. I, I'm 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 a little slow on certain areas, so it doesn't matter. Okay, well, as far as the, the, the access to health insurance and proper health insurance, all right. So, is there a tier program for those that have seen more combat versus someone that's a let's say a, a cook or that does maintenance? Or is this pretty much all across the board? Everyone's pretty much equal when it comes to needing what they need to help them uh, deal with whatever stressors they go through. Because I, I, what I'm saying is, okay, combat arms has way more stressors than, let's say, the guy that works on the fucking um, Apache helicopters. Are we agree? Can we agree upon that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so the access to healthcare and and therapy is it the same as across the board? Or if they they kind of hold you guys a little bit more priority because you guys are combat arms. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's pretty much across the board, man. Until you like, okay, like if I if I go to if I go to the clinic on base, you know, I'll I'll see a captain, I'll see a lieutenant in there. You know, I might even see a sergeant major in there, but you're not going to see a three star general. You're not going to see you're not going to see. They have their own little. I'm sure. You no, know, I mean, I I can't. I don't know for a fact, but I'm sure they have their own little healthcare system where it's better. But I mean, I go to the clinic with people that are just joined a few months ago. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think that's fair? No, it's not. It's, it's not fair at all. I mean, I don't even. I, I pay for my own health insurance, man. 
I, I, I go outside. I take them out. I don't even use them. Wow. It's horrible. The doctor, the doctors you gotta go to, where I gotta drive to go see them, the way you're being inside, it's like, man, the places just seem a little more dirty for some reason. They got uh-huh. smells inside of them. It's just like, damn, man, this is what y'all do. Does it also vary by state, depending on um, what state you're in, as far as active or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of better facilities up north. Like, yeah, that 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 is. Yeah, I can't just knock all of them, man. But like in Texas, and where I would always go with it, they just they're horrible, man. It really is horrible. Really? I mean, I'm gonna go get my own health insurance and just pick where I want to go. Damn. Shit. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm learning all this. This is uh. I mean, because honestly, you're the first active that I've ever like talked to like this in depth. You know, I got Nick. You know, but Nick been jumping out of plane since '72. So you know, what I'm saying, Nick, I'm just playing. Nick. Yeah, just man, playing. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even thought of him, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even swimming around yet, man. Um. Wow, bro! I, you know, I, I am, I'm humbled. Thank you. I, um, man, what, what else is uh that you want to get off your chest? I mean, you know, um, I'm still learning all this and processing everything you're telling me. Um, well, let me, it's, let me it's, it's really this. nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm all ears, man. Look, ain't nothing off, ain't nothing off the table, man. Whatever you want to, it really don't matter. Okay, 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 okay. Can 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 you say what type of skill set team you belong to or no? That's yeah, I mean, what do you mean, like, what type of skills that, that, that well, I, I mean, like, with? okay, no, no, I mean, like, you got, you got seals, you got green berets, <laughs> and then you got the rangers. Uh, you, I'm just saying, you have, you, you are a big dog, right? Yeah, I've, I've, like, I've done airborne. I got, I've got a green beret. I've, I've, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's what I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not trying to sound like. Conceded or anything, but I'm in the military. I'm a badass, and that's okay, the only thing yeah, that makes me feel good about that's it. That's what I want. Okay, that's what I want to hear. Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. When I, when I walk around, and, and you know, everyone has to jump up and put their hands behind their back and say, "I tell them," you know, yeah, that that type of thing feels good. You know, boosts my ego and makes my day But okay, whenever I'm out here in the regular world and all that, man, it's like one shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let me ask you. How intense was the training as opposed to, um, okay, well, I, I assume you, 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 you passed the first go around. You didn't wash out the first, uh, your first tryout, correct? For no, the, for the no, no, no. Okay. So no, how no. intense was the training for that versus let's say boot camp? And, and, and oh man. What... It's, it's, okay, it's, I'm sorry. it's a, uh, it's a big difference, a big difference man. in, in boot camp. When you, whenever you go boot camp and you're doing your training, you know they base it off your age. So everyone's age is different, like 18 or 24. And certain brackets, man, you only have to complete maybe 30 something push ups, 40 something sit ups, or something mm-hmm. like that. And you run two miles in less than 16 minutes, I believe they give the youngest person. You got to run two two miles in less than 16 minutes, 30 something push ups, 40 sit ups, or so. And that's mm-hmm. it. You pretty much can pass. And, it's not, I mean, yes, it's hard for some, you know what I mean? It's hard for people who can't run and do all that. But, you know, whenever you want to go and be a ranger, man, you, you have to you have to qualify for airborne off the jump. Like, you have to. Okay. I mean, their fitness test is a lot harder, man. 58 push-ups, or I want to say maybe they move it up to 60 now. You got to do your 60 push-ups, 70 sit-ups. You got to do the pull-ups. You got to do a five-mile run. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's a lot, lot, lot more harder to do it, man. People tapping out every day. You got to do the water survival. There's a lot of stuff you got to do, man. So, yeah, I mean, on on the steel, we're up there, man. You know, the Rangers are up there, but it, it's something I, I don't I don't want to be up there with these, with these type of people. Okay. okay, let me ask you this respectfully. So, after you graduated, right? How soon after did they send you out into into deployment after you got certified? Man, it, I don't even think it was six months. Not even six months. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even. It was, it, it, and then too, it's because while signing up, you know, like my, my sister was on my ass, and she was over here. I remember the day I'm signing the paperwork. She's over here 
begging me, pleading, crying. Come on, you got to get out. I was getting in a lot of trouble, man. I was messing up. So I just took whatever job was going to pay me. And they said, oh, we're going to give you a bonus of $30,000 if you take this job. So I'm like, oh, man, uh-huh. I want that job. So I take that job. And, 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 you know, I come to find out months later, oh, that's another one job that gets deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan. And I'm like, well, shit, my recruiter lied to me. He suffered me. He didn't tell me that. Because if he did, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have. I, would, I wouldn't have took that. I mean, I would, I would have just, I would just trying to keep my family happy. And I'm like, you know what? It, it might be, I might need to change them and get out of here. So I wouldn't have took that job. Like, you know, I, I had started off at 88 Mike, man. It's a truck driver. It's just mm-hmm. truck driver. They, they get it, they get it to work sometimes. You know, you got to drive around out there. There's IEDs everywhere. There's people trying to blow up the truck. Like, the trucks get it the worst. So had I known that, I wouldn't have took that job. And then it wasn't even a $30,000 bonus because what they do is, they cut it in half, then they tax both halves. So you end up getting five grand and another five grand, and it ain't over here. It's all a plot to like suck the person in, man. And I'm like, hey, y'all gotta keep it real. Like, just tell these people what it really is and, and let mm-hmm. them decide. Um, Nick wanted to ask you about navigating the Derby Queen. Derby Queen. No, 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 nigga, I don't know. What, I don't know what Darby Queen. That must um, have been. When, when was it? When was this, Nick? Back in that must Nick, back in the day. Let me, Nick. What year was Darby Queen? Yeah, Nick. Nick is. Nick is. Nick was kicking in doors before we was. We was in preschool. Yeah, man. Chilling. He said seventy-two. I wasn't born until eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Nick done had a full-blown family by then, man. Right, right. Um, shit, man. All right, all right. So, hmm, hmm. So, I'm, I'm assuming. He said this was in the '80s. Yeah, he said this was in the '80s. Yeah, this is yeah. right before you, right before you were born. Well, let let me ask you this: How do you feel, or what are your thoughts on guys that um that be that that go into contract work? Is that an honorable? I guess lateral position for for guys is that something that a lot of guys kind of aspire to do once their their term is is over. Um, I'm saying, say, say, say that again. Elab- I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, guys that form a military when they go to work for, let's say, I don't know, uh, Company Z, aka Blackwater, or they you know become the the contractors. Um, is that a is that a um, is that a move that most guys look to make? Once they're done with with their enlistment, combat arms. Guys. Oh, okay, okay, that's what you're saying. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Man, all those people, man. It's a uh, all those. I'm not saying okay, not, not. I'm sorry, not all of them, but the majority of those guys, man. They all seem to be the one who, whose dad's dad's dad was in their high ranking. Like they keep it close knit, man. You can't even. You know, I mean, I have a clearance, you know. I have a mm-hmm. clearance, but. Unless unless my family or my father or somebody was in the military and, and had mm-hmm. high ranking, I'm, I'm never mm-hmm. here for the best type of job. But if you can get that, yeah, if I can get something like that, I'd do it. No doubt. Man. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So then let me ask you this. So how much different would it, okay, besides the rules and policies, um, how much combat would a, a contractor see versus somebody in, in deployment? I mean, besides the money, and I'm sure the money is, is crazy awesome, and the oh, benefits. Money way but more. I, okay, so is it is it, do they see less combat, as opposed to you being active deployed? Is that the is that the appeal to it? Man, it, it, it would really depend. It would really depend on on, on where your deployment would be. Man. I can't see it being this. Sometimes they see no combat, like at all. And you got guys okay. working at over, over over here in uh, uh Nevada. You got guys working over there in Nevada from the military. And they see no combat, like at all. Okay. Man, they're, making, okay. they're making money, like big money. But look, back on that pay in in Afghanistan, Iraq operation, Iraqi freedom, all those wars that happen, man. If you signed on as a civilian to go over there and, and help do laundry or help cook, they start you off at a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand, and we were over mm-hmm. there maybe making seventy five, eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. So the people who would come over and cook for us or drive our or clean our clothes were making double than what we were making the soldiers office. And it's like, damn, man, let me quit and do this. You know, like, I'll sign up and come do this. That's so disrespectful. 
it's crazy, man. Yeah, that that never made sense to me. I, I mean, because that's like I, I don't that that's yeah that that makes no logical sense to me. But I get it. Private, it's a private, you know, private firms, and and that once again, this goes back to the public versus private. But um, no, bro, well, it kind of goes to show you how 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 crooked and how corrupt the ones in charge are. It, it kind of just goes to show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conspiracy brother, I'm not gonna hold you. Um, any last words to the people? I've had you on for an hour. I know you. I know you guys are having bad weather down there, so I, I don't. I didn't want to keep you more than than I, than I had to. No, I'm, we uh, we down south right now. I'm, I'm down here by the border. Okay. I'm, I'm out here, and uh, it's uh, a lot of bullshit going on out here too. A lot of bullshit. Oh, are we talking like cartel not nonsense? A lot of that. A lot yeah. of a lot of uh. Oh, you know what I did want to say too. Back on that yeah. video that we spoke about, about the, yeah. the girl being shot. For all, for all I know, man, it could be fake. It, it might not even be real. You know, they might have faked it. Could have. So, I mean, we could be doing all that for nothing. I don't know. This is true. This is true. All right, let me ask you this. One final question. I'll let you get out of here. No, you, you're good on time. Man. I, I mean, I don't have anything. The situation at the border. Federales, cartels, the U.S. Maybe I'm, I'm seeing things a different. It seems like to me this is all one. They're all in cahoots to let this thing happen. Now I, I've I've heard the stories of ranchers getting into shootouts with cartel members. I've seen I've heard the stories of ranchers having they find heads on pikes on on their ranch land because they want the cartels want their ranch land for whatever issues. Do you see an end in sight, or is this at, at this point is it a, is it like a joke to you guys when it comes to border security and the cartels and, and all that good stuff? Man, it's a. It, it, I, I can't say a joke. At this point, it, it's starting to become like man, how, how do I say it, man? Like I don't know if, if, if creepy is the word or, or somewhat like it's starting to become. It's, it's just awkward, man. Very uncomfortable feeling because the shit that's happening, and in the shit that we see that's put on the news, like there, there, there's no link. There's no link. I'm like, well, I mean, what's really going on? Man? So like, uh-huh. it, it's it's crazy, man. It, it's not going to end. It's not going to stop the, the money, but the amount of money that is coming through and the, the type of things that are happening. It's almost as if it's like if the cartel members or if the coyotes or the people who are bringing the immigrants over, it's almost as if like their the tips that they get and the heads up that they get is from somewhere where I can I can figure it. I can. So I'm like, damn, man. Like, I'm scared even as I'm scared to find out because it just, it doesn't make sense. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's crazy, man. Um, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. It's going rates two thousand ahead, twenty five hundred ahead right now. <laughs> to bring one person over, so they're 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 bringing twenty people at a time in a vehicle, and it's like it's nonstop, it's nonstop. That's and I'm and, I, and I'm and I'm Hispanic, man. You know what I'm saying? And my wifey, wifey, she's Mexican, you know. So hmm. I, I I mean I'm 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 sensitive sometimes, you know. I'm a compassionate person, so I see some of these things, man, and I see these older women, and, you know, kids, and it hurts me, it makes me mm-hmm. feel bad, and I'm like, damn, man, you know, I should be helping people. But then, if you run the risk of helping, you might get yourself. Yeah! Wow! 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 My man, conspiracy brother, I thank you so much for your time and insight. I gotta bring you back. Um, yeah, man. Any last words to the yeah, people? Yeah, man. Definitely, man. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, they see me on here, man. My page got taken down already for for conspiracy theories in the hood. I'm I'm, I'm gonna start doing little things here, but yeah, we definitely need to come back because I wanna uh talk to other people about that show, man. Little, uh, I want to help everyone. I want everyone to take care and get back what's there, what they're owed. That's what's up. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, you just let me know when you're ready, and uh, the door is always open to you, brother. So, I, I once again, I appreciate your time and, and energy and insight. Um, go ahead and get out of here, brother. Go be with the family. Tell Mrs. I said, hey. All right, no doubt. Yeah, I love you, babe. I know you're watching. All right, my brother. You have a good night. 
Peace out. Peace out. Yo. There gonna be some black suburbans in front of my crib. <laughs> Yo, thank everybody that, that came to hang out. Uh, I will be back in 45 minutes with uh, Liz Abitti. We're gonna talk about uh, abusive, abuse and, and, and loveless relationships. Uh, let me get the spiel out one, one time. Uh, Super Sly Show, Morning Star Show, Super Sly, you know who it is. On the Wake Up Radio, www.onthewakeupradio.com. Uh, shout out to producer Cindy Ashby. Uh, all the replays are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, and uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play for the replays. So I will see you guys back in 45 minutes. Y'all be easy. Peace.